we went way off track this week recording the podcast. So you lucky people will get two episodes this week, split into two parts, unless you're a member of the Patreon. And well done, because it's only a pound a month. You'll get it as a big double bumper episode that you'll be listening to right now, because you've pressed play and you're hearing my voice. So well done. Enjoy the podcast. Hey lovely, it is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours. Hi, this is Candice Least, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours, and you are listening to the award-winning... The best podcast in the entire world. For the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Wow, are we are we beefing with Richard Osman? Is that what I've come I into? Feel, I, I just think like I don't know how he's done so well for, with someone with, uh, as far as I can see, fuck all talent. I just don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> he's tall and he's on everything. Well done. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I think he just knows how to politic, to be honest, because I don't get it either. Mo- a lot of people like they bought his books because they know who he is, and I think they couldn't give a shit either way. So they some of them say they're good. Most of the people I've spoken to say his books are shit. But Steven Spielberg's bought the rights to make the films for them. I feel like Spielberg has dropped the ball a little bit recently. Anyway, like what? What? He hasn't done anything good since. Uh, e. I don't know. Why did he do something good? I can't. What was the? What was the war one that he did with Tom Hanks? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. That I was, like that was Pete ago. Spielberg. I feel like, like, what's he done recently? He did that Ready Player One. Have you seen that? No, you said to me it was shit, so I didn't bother. It was shit. I don't, I, you know, like, the start's really good. Like, the first five minutes of that film are really good. And it wasn't like, he didn't steal the idea off me or anything. It was his own stuff. Like, <laughs> it, it's a really good opening. And then it goes shit very quickly. A bit like this podcast. again ready player one's like it's got a cult following as a book but it's also a sci-fi book so not to be controversial in with this but the way that sci-fi is treated in the publishing industry if it's not a classic then it's kind of shit it's not good enough to be in the fiction section so they put it in a sci-fi section so is your stuff a little bit sci-fi tim not as far as that probably but is there a little bit of that in there my stuff is exactly that that borderline. It's not good enough, so it'll be put in the sci-fi section. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I, I, I said, go on. I, I asked, I asked that because we're still waiting on the fucking copy of it. So, we <laughs> yeah, I need, exactly I need to just like. steal a load of paper and and have a moment at work when no one's watching that I can just print out like seven hundred pages of stuff. I got in today. I bet no fuckers were around. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I could have done that. I mean, I spent a lot of my career looking for opportunities where nobody's watching. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe we should put this podcast in the sci-fi category, see if it does any better there. <laughs> Fucking weird. So it we, might get, we get a cult following, that's how we do it. <laughs> do you think you were saying just before Tim came on, because it's that time again, Tim, he's got an interview. Um <laughs> Hey. Do, do like obviously now like would be employers are always checking socials and everything like that. And on your CV, it's a very fancy CV. It looks very very spectacular. But it says on it that you've got a fucking podcast. Oh, I took that off. You took that off. Oh, yeah, I feel like though they still must have googled your initials. They don't even need to Google a full name, <laughs> and they will see that you're a host of sorts. 
and they might start listening to this podcast. Are you worried about that? No, I encourage that. I'm actually going to see what if I type in the words JK, what comes up? Oh, JK Rowling, fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> oh well, that, well that, that'd be good. Even if I'm second after JK Rowling, I'll take that because they'll look at I JK Rowling and go, well, the next person can't be as bad. So. <laughs> Let's see what the next person thinks of trans people. Oh, it's the same. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, J.K. Rowling. Um, Tim, I've got. I, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, well, it, it, I'm going to ask you both. Um, I'm putting going to put, put you on the spot. I know you're no good at this, Tim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, is like, this is why I'm going to get Adam to stall first while you think of stuff. Uh, <laughs> obviously, yes, obviously, I do have an interview tomorrow. Uh, it's a slightly different, uh, I'm going to say genre, that's not the right word. Uh, slightly different industry to the one I'm use, usually in. Uh, so, I wanted Tim and Adam, your top five retail tips. You have both worked in retail. Uh, top five retail tips. So like I say, it's a slightly different arena. What I'm doing, it's 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 different, but I, th- I do I, I do think a lot of it um, is interchangeable. I think a lot of it rings true from what you've done before. You can carry it with you. Um, what would be top top five though? I don't. That's tricky, Tim. What what do you think? You're 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 in it now. What would what would be someone new to the industry would like this young man here? What would you say to him? He's going to go in acting like he knows everything. I imagine he's going to be <laughs> like he said earlier that he's over prepared, which I think is good. It's obviously you know fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So he's doing a good job. Should, should we what, role play it a little bit, Tim? You've just hired oh, shit. You've just hired When's- me. A young I imagine whenever you say, "Shall we role play a little bit?" Peyton just <laughs> tightens up a little bit in every in every way. <laughs> You've just hired me. I'm young. I'm exciting. I'm fresh. I'm bright eyes. Uh, what you know? First day. What are you telling me? What what tips are you giving me to survive in this harsh retail world? Well, I, I mean, I the, the there are two. There's a very easy answer to that question, but like just to really quickly answer your first one, just just because the first thing that came to my mind was because we recently interviewed and and hired some newbie for a small number of hours. Um, And during those interviews, the most important thing, aside from just like the person not being a fucking weirdo, is availability and flexibility. Because going into Christmas, like people being ill, we're already a small team. So your fucking four days a week thing might yeah. be a sticking point it it depends how many hours you you agree on but then if they get you to, if they demand that you do overtime because you're understaffed and stuff like if you just go in there with your feet already dug into the ground you might have a bit of trouble well yeah it's it's so i i've already had to rethink that because it's only open during the day so i would have all my yeah. stuff so that's you know considering I usually work four or five evenings a week. I'm quite so much better. Yeah. So I'm quite happy to go back to five days in that regard. Uh, And they're also not going to be 16 hour shifts as well. Yeah. I still feel like I'll be working the same amount of hours just spread during the day and afternoon. Like like normal humans. Yes. Yeah. Normie, should we say. 
in the, in that case, this is like this is the most boring Patreon thing that I could possibly say. But one thing I reckon they might appreciate, like we recently, um, just because of different restructuring things, we there's a guy that came back to the company who had been away for like 15 years. He was a regional manager that got made redundant, and it just really wasn't his fault. Um, so that they brought him back. He's ended up working with us at least until January, and within the first week he'd cleaned and tidied the staff room to a level that it's never been the upstairs storage space cleaned and tidied to a point it's never been and he's on it with cleaning and tidying all the fucking time in the shop and it makes a massive difference when when i'm like in charge and cannot be asked with any of that shit and just doing all the admin it's a fucking huge help to have someone who's doing that so it might seem like a small thing, but if you're fucking 100% on that all the time, as well as having the ability to talk to customers and stuff, it's the really boring, basic stuff of just looking after the building mm-hmm. that I think might might actually be a, an attractive quality. Well, this is good because you've got experience of vacuuming up shit out of that, from an overflowing toilet. I'm just <laughs> This is gonna work out. I would tell that's write that down. I would I, I should have put it on the CV down. really if I'm yeah, I've I've missed <laughs> I have I have missed a trick there. So yeah, vacuuming shit. Fantastic. No, that's really good. Thank you, Tim. Uh Adam, have you thought anything? Okay, so like I said before, some of the, the skills are interchangeable. I think I'm sure you'll have these already. You need comfortable footwear because you are on your feet and standing up a lot and it is fucking painful now i know you're used to like maybe running around a little bit be prepared for a lot of not running around just fucking standing mm. still it is painful as yeah. fuck so i if you, even if you've got comfortable shoes i would also get some insoles for them and really get nice nicer footwear on the go insoles thank you also <laughs> um Tim is, is coming from, from at this from a, someone who is in charge. I mean, you, give it a couple of weeks and you probably will be as well, but you're not going in there in charge. So you need to think <laughs> like a regular retail person. I have been that regular retail person. Tim, obviously, oh, Grace probably got him a job right at the top, I imagine, fucking walk right in. <laughs> Legacy or whatever, it, however you call it. Um, and titled, I don't know. Um, um so Gracie's <laughs> family got him the job. I don't know if it was actually great. Um so you need to think of games. Games is what you need to get through a, the day, get through a shift. If your boss is up for being involved in these games, you have landed on your feet and you were onto a winner. You you need to you can't know that straight away. You got to give it a couple of weeks before you know if they're up for the games. Okay, so secret games to begin with that can become proper games. We played a game in this clothes shop because it also sold little stress ball things. It sold clothes, but also stress balls. Uh, and if you peeled off the um, like the outer thing, it was proper bouncy. <laughs> so we played a game. It's a bit like in Friends where they don't drop the ball. You probably remember that one. Like That was a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, so this was where you have to bounce this ball off just various things in the shop. The shops, <laughs> aren't, 
shops are not busy a lot of the time. The place where you're going to be is going to get busy towards Christmas, I imagine, um, just with what it sells. But there'll also be times when it is boring as fuck, hence the insoles, hence games. Bouncy ball, maybe. Maybe not a bouncy ball in the place where you're going to be working. You're going to have to think of something else, but games are key. Games are key. Thank you. I, I can add a little bit of not in any way funny Tim being mental to that, if you like. Um, I try to get people into games and stuff, but as much as everyone I work with is actually really nice and fun, and they're not my level of weird. So... You're uh, the boss, most... though. No one wants to play. Now, You're fucking David Brent in it. Oh, let's have some. <laughs> let's have some games and let's have some jokes. Do you want to come out for a pint at lunchtime? No, you're the boss, dickhead. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. I, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a weird quota that everyone has to meet every day. So, in every bookshop, you have to have like face outs on on a shelf. So there'll be like spine on, and then there has to be a couple of face outs titles mm-hmm. behind those books is there at the front of the shelf we just use like cardboard blocks mm-hmm. once upon a time a colleague of mine got one of these blocks and we've got these little like they're like they're like springs with hooks on the end of them that we hang posters in the window on he got one of these hooks and he stuck it in the top of it because he was just bored and he was just doing something um and then another colleague of mine wrote on it hook box I then, at some point, got this hook and this box and just hung it on the ceiling to wait and see how long it would take the manager to see it. Took him about a week. And it's just been hanging from the ceiling in the shop all this time. Then, when I had a particularly quiet afternoon once, we also sell these little wooden robots that have got, like, elasticated, um, like, joints on them so that you can move their arms around into different positions and turn their heads and stand them in different positions. So I made a whole stop motion video of all of these little fuckers escaping the shop. <laughs> and I remember this. You, like, <laughs> you, using the, the hook box was their source of power. So then their leader became <laughs> Hookbox Ninja. And now, now I hide Hookbox Ninja around the shop at different times and just wait for people to find him. <laughs> if he's a good ninja, he won't get found very often. Right. He's a very good ninja. So brush up on my stop motion skills as well. And just hang stuff from the ceiling. Hang. <laughs> it's the same thing though, isn't it? It's it's entertaining yourself. Yeah. That's what you've got to do because the days can be long and fucking painful. Another one, this isn't a joke, but this is a good thing you could do, is to break up the monotony and the, having to come up with games and fucking stop motion videos. If they say, anyone want to do the delivery, go and do the delivery because it's a break from being on the floor having to talk to fucking mongs. This is the other thing. You, you're you used to it, I imagine, because getting like, having to speak to the public who are idiots, but I feel like it's even <laughs> worse in in retail because I don't know. Tim, what, what do you think? Why? Because... Talking to people, like, you, you have them for a very limited kind of period of time, probably. You make them the drink, you give them the spoon. I don't, I think that's it. But in retail, it's just the most 
I don't know. They're all idiots. And I think you get a lot of more old people. I'm not saying old people are idiots, but they can be hard work. <laughs> I don't know. Tim, what do you think? The, the vast majority of people have no perspective. And that, that we always say, like, South Korea, you have to do two years of army duty. You should have to work in retail or, like, one of the service industries. You should have to do that. Preferably, you should have to work as a waiter. You should have to work in a shop just to get the fucking perspective. Because people come in expecting the fucking world of you and having no idea that, the, like, you're on minimum wage and you're probably working for, um, you know, a company that's, that all the decisions are made centrally. And even if not, you can't make the fucking decision. You're just someone who works in a shop. So like, if you end up working somewhere that sells wine, they'll come in, ask for a specific bottle and say, why don't you have it? How fucking dare you not have this bottle of wine? Like th- this, this is a bottle of wine from the 1800s that there are only three, three of them made. <laughs> One of them's in a fucking museum and the other was smashed 3000 years ago. What the fuck do you mean? Why are you getting angry with me right now? <laughs> you can feel the rage so, so yeah so sum up people are dicks if you get a chance to dodge them for an hour or two take it dodge dodge people lovely dodge dodge the cunts I've just this could be a, a, a side to the Patreon but I've just sent you a video to the group it's a very very good video is this the oh, stop motion video again no this is this is the hook box hook box <laughs> Hook box is loading. It's loading. There he is, swinging. That's actually in the store as well. Yeah. that's. He's not even like in the back area. He's just chilling in the no, store. I'll have to watch it now. I wasn't going to, but now you make it. <laughs> because you can hear some going, oh, do you want your receipt? Wow. And that's just chilling in the shop. But what do people think that is then? No, like, no you... one... Like no, no one outside of just people who work there has ever said anything about it. So I don't, I don't know what if anyone even notices. I don't know. Like, what my manager before he fucked off to Cambridge until January. Um, like he just he tolerate little things like that because like if it's keeping me calm and from doing and from sticking different things to the ceiling, then he'll leave it be. But if there's an area manager doing a visit, one of the things on his checklist will be. What has Tim done that needs undoing? <laughs> right. Final one. Final one. This is number five. Don't be the Tim. Because <laughs> all these don't things let are well them know and good. that you're the Tim. That's don't all. be the Tim. <laughs> Thank you. And that, yeah, that's probably the most vital one of all, there, isn't it, really? <laughs> that's life <laughs> in general. <laughs> Uh, very much for that thank you Uh, I've written all those down uh, which means I will not pay attention to any of them Uh, (laughs) you know best we know this we'll just carry on regardless but thank you Uh, should we do a podcast then if we have to so welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch, the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. What we do is we rewatch Neighbours, and then we talk about it in an entertaining way. Uh, it's a good formula that's worked for a while. Uh, 
and hopefully it will continue to carry on working as well. Uh, if you're thinking of doing a podcast about rewatching anything, uh, keep that in mind. Call it top five tips to doing a podcast. Uh, I one. think you. I don't even think you need five. I think you've already highlighted the the main one there. You were very, very. Uh, you did it very well. You highlighted the word entertaining. Now, pe- people think they can just rock up and do what we do. You can, okay. <laughs> you can rewatch Neighbours. Any, like we say every week, watch it with us. We'd love it if if you did. Like we can you rewatch it with us. Um, I mean, you don't have to. We watch the shit, so you don't have to. But <laughs> I cannot highlight enough the need to make it even just slightly entertaining. If you if you cannot do this, despite any credentials that you may already have in the comedy writing industry, then I I don't know. I don't know. You need. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Tim's done all right of it so far. So. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there is a market for that, but who knows? Yeah, but don't be the Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very vital lesson. You don't want to be the Tim. And if you want to know like how... That's people... the name of this week's episode. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and if you want to know how we, we came to that conclusion, subscribe to the Patreon for just £1 a month. And it's even more entertaining than this podcast. And you get Are even more because everything else is going up. I should do really. I mean, no, you're supposed to say no. Oh, okay. Sorry. A pound. Fuck, you know, fuck the man and all that stuff. Yeah. Fuck the man. Yeah. We'll keep it a pound. We know the cost of living has gone sky high, but the cost of entertaining staying the same. Uh, just one pound. For, for now. I, I think, I think they should probably get on it though. Cause I'm, I'm get the price of Range Rovers has gone up and we're not getting any more money in for the Patreon. You say I reckon that, get in now because it's going to go up soon. Yeah, but you're marrying Grace soon, so I imagine all your Range Rovers will be fine. <laughs> well, we I wish I could, I'm going to have. I'm going to have to go back and listen into this podcast to see when when this idea started because it's just one of those in jokes that's just stuck. Like, I don't, when when did Grace become rich? I, <laughs> I, I imagine she was born into it. She's come from money, Tim. I don't know. Slavery. I don't know. (laughs) It's just old money. That's all we know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We neighbours podcast. That was it. Yeah. Right. Here's the other thing. If you are doing a neighbourhood, right. If you're doing a a neighbours rewatch podcast, yes, it does occasionally have to be about neighbours. But don't feel like you're bound by that. Have fun with it. Come on. You don't want it just to be a conveyor belt of fucking episodes. Then this happened. Then this happened. Then this happened. You just spread yourself too thin. I'm possibly missing the point, Adam. Have you got news for us? I got news. (laughs) (laughs) For you? For me? No? (laughs) No news is good news. No, no, I agree. I know you could talk about current affairs, what's going on in the news. Current affairs? That's what we talk about. <laughs> oh, that's the episode of the that's this episode's title now, Current Affairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's that, just a new item that we'll do. If you uh if you ever noticed that I do subtitle these episodes as well, you haven't. I can tell straight away. You neither of you've ever noticed this. 
What do you mean? It's so, an audio podcast. What do you mean? But if you, <laughs> but it does have a subtitle. So I obviously give the episode a name, but then I give it a subtitle. So it's usually this, or and then I give it a second name underneath, just in case. Oh, so you don't oh. you don't mean like you give it subtitles to read then? No, no, no. I just give it a secondary title just in case. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've. Re- I'm going to have a look now. I, think I am. I think this is bullshit, Tim. I think you you probably have to dig into the actual podcast to I do it. Dig uh, anything? But yeah, no, not none of them showing up. Well, I'm just randomly scrolling through. Got humanity solutions, finger bangs for everyone, a good old kiss up, a chat with Jason Cruz, R.I.P. Madge. There's no second second titles. Well. If you uh, if you, it's a little Easter egg for you. If you do find it, just another layer to the onion. That is this entertaining neighbors rewatch podcast. Um, should we talk about? Just looking back, you know, we've got some fucking great episodes. We really have. We've got we've got chat with Candice Leask. We've got chat with Emily Milburn. We've got the Blue Box. That was an episode. I um, really liked last week's episode. I think I texted you in the week saying. I've just listened to the whole fucking episode and I haven't done that for a long time. So it's about episode one, I think. So <laughs> it was good. Last week's was really good. I will I'll be the first one to say bit shit this week. But last week's good. Worth a listen. If you've not listened to any of the other ones, listen. <laughs> last week's. It was good. <laughs> I mean you can only do that. You you only know that by listening to this week's, but Oh, yeah, good point. But just give it, if you know if you you can start wherever it's fine. You may maybe you'll stumble across the episode where we we came across the joke that uh, Grace is really rich and posh. <laughs> it could happen. It could. It's happen. back there somewhere. It is back there somewhere. There's a rich, deep back catalogue for you to go through there. Um, a front back catalogue or a back back catalogue. <laughs> God, that's a that's a that's a joke from about. To 2018 as well. <laughs> uh, so we actually talk about some neighbours now. Should we do that part where we talk about neighbours for a bit? And then yeah, we'll... How, know, how many Adam episodes was it this more, week? It wasn't, more interruptions. It, it wasn't a lot of episodes. It wasn't like... How many episodes did we do? Five? Yeah, we did, yeah, we did like a week's worth of episodes. That's we didn't do 20 episodes. That would be fucking insane, wouldn't it? That would be mental. Oh, you wouldn't be able to say much about anything. <laughs> Not really. You couldn't really get into the nuances of neighbours, could you? Uh, and there is many nuances of neighbours to speak of. Um, should we talk about Flick's nuances? Yes, please. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's a nice little segue there. Uh, so she t- shows up to work. She's working reception at Masters. Uh, Mark straight away is like, you want to fuck off work for the day? She's like, of course, absolutely. He's like, would you want to come do a photo shoot with me? And she's like, absolutely. So they go do a photo shoot for a while. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that was like an episode of Postman Pat. That was work. It was the most ridiculous thing that would be wouldn't really be work, but it was for the hotel. It was to advert they were doing like it for the website or a magazine or something, and they were being they were doing a photo shoot. I think this was work related. I think you're giving them a bad rap here. I mean, it kind of was, but yeah, and if you subscribe to the Patreon, you'll know this reference already. It's kind of like when they say, "Oh, the delivery's here. Do you want to do it?" You're like, "Fuck yeah, I want to do this because I'm sick of standing and doing not and speaking to idiots." So, uh, yeah, it was kind of like that. Uh, so they did with photo shoot. It's I'm, for the website. I imagine they're, they're building a website at this point in 2002. 
think so. Yeah. Uh, but Flicky's absolutely working on this photo shoot. She is showing off, as the as the photographer says, those sexy eyes. This was uh, this was. How old weird. is she now? I think she's about seventeen. There was this female photographer, and the female photographer kept shouting at this seventeen-year-old girl, "Show me those sexy eyes!" In a photo shoot for a hotel's website. <laughs> it wasn't like she was doing whatever it was. What, two thousand and two. She wasn't in Nuts magazine or anything, which I think. She might have actually been in 2002. I, I imagine she was probably peaking about that time. Um, I just didn't understand why she was asked, being asked to be so sexy for this Lasseter's photo shoot. It was weird. Are, are you sure she was saying eyes and not thighs? Could have been. Is that better, Tim? I don't, I, like, is a sexy thighs okay for a hotel? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking. You know, let, let, let's role play this a little bit. It's two thousand two. I'm thinking, oh, I want to go, want to get a hotel. Let's have a look at hotels nearby. Oh, this one. It's a sexy girl with sexy thighs and eyes in here. I'm going to stay out <laughs> because that girl might be there with the sexy eyes and the sexy thighs. And then maybe I can invite her back to my hotel room. <laughs> I imagine that she comes with a room, right? Like this is this is what you, this is why why they're doing that, and I'm also worried now because you are uh, you have been I don't know given the task of looking for a hotel slash Airbnb at the moment, and I'm now worried that we're going to end up just staying in some fucking shack with a prostitute who might be on the website. I'm worried. What are you getting us into? It might happen. <laughs> I've no. got a picture for you. Yeah, you can post this on on Instagram because it is an audio thing, and I know I keep showing you pictures. But for everyone who's listening, the following is Holly Valance on the front of nuts. Oh, I can't see the year; it's too small. I'm like, I'm, I'm zooming in, but I'm only getting tits. Again, Tim Tim does more picture work on an audio podcast than anybody <laughs> I've ever come across. In my life. But it's not quite entertaining, though, isn't it? Because people might now be Googling, while they're listening to it, they might be Googling Holly Valance nuts or hotels with prostitutes. Well, I think what we don't want to see a picture of Holly Valance nuts. We've made a, something that could be quite boring less boring. And I feel like other, like, it's, it's not everyone can do it, it's not for everyone. <laughs> This is really funny, actually. It says 60p in massive lettering on the front cover. It's 650 on eBay. <laughs> I feel like the bit that should be highlighted is Holly Valance, not the 60p. I mean... Yeah, the, the 60 is the biggest thing on the cover. It's bigger than the letters of Nuts, which is the magazine. Yeah, that's a bit crazy. It's like, right... Well, that's I'm like, like our Patreon. We, we keep going, it's a fucking pound. We don't actually say anything we talk about. Um, well, you have to pay a pound, to, but it's only a pound. Should we, should we make it 60p? I'm quite happy. No, it's, no, it's already cheap enough. <laughs> no, yeah, it's plenty. It's plenty cheap. It's interesting. Well, then, <laughs> sorry, go on. I'm going to get back to neighbours. Sorry, are we, go, are we, are we just <laughs> digressing no, some more? Go for it. Go for it. Let's digress. Let's be more entertaining. Go for it. <laughs> I, I just... I know I'm sticking on this point, but it, I think it's really weird that the magazine went, do you know what? We've got Holly Valance on the cover. 
But let's make that secondary to the 60p. Um, <laughs> they obviously yeah. must really know their market. Their market is horny people who are a little bit cheap as well. Um, <laughs> she was, side note, she was also on the front cover of FHM's special 100th, 150th edition with the headline, Struth. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim again, he's showing us a picture now. Sorry, everyone. I mean, like... I, mean I, just, I just described it. Now you can react to it as well. Right, I'm putting my phone down now. We've had a look at the, at the porn magazines that Holly Valance has been on and in and around. On we go with Neighbours. To be fair, though, you did show me that picture, and I didn't say it out loud, but I did think in my mind, it's true. So they were doing the photo shoot, but then the actually bit, the bit where they were actually dodging work, he says to her, go to the coffee shop or something for no reason. And then lo and behold, who walks in when she's just waiting for a brew at the coffee shop? Mark's mum, Chloe, the big boss. Who at the start of the day went, oh, I mean, you've got a, a performance review later. Uh, your job pretty much depends on it. So uh, make sure you're on time. <laughs> yeah. Do some work today, love. Yeah, you know, I'm watching and thinking about your performance and whether you should keep this job or not. And then literally the second she leaves, Matt's like, do you want to go fuck around? Yeah, no problem. Do you want to go get coffee? <laughs> yeah, let's fucking do it. Uh, so, well, yeah. the, reason, the reason why they booked it in for later, this appraisal or performance review or whatever, is because Chloe's fucking chock-a-block that day. Fair play, you, you're running a hotel. But then she's, en- she's ended up at the coffee shop at fucking 10 o'clock in the morning as well. What's like no fuckers are doing any work here. I think she should be performance reviewed as well. Well, she's the owner, so she can do what she wants. Um, oh crap! Yeah, fair point. Yeah, this is the thing, Tim. Now you're like in charge. Are you being an absolute cunt about it, or what? What's the deal? I imagine just levels of being a cunt. Are you more of a cunt now than usual? When now that you're in charge, I just haven't got time to be a cunt. But it's just the the nature of fucking retail management. Just there's too much work to do to have to deal with other people. I'm lucky that everyone I, who works with me is all right at their job. Oh, here he is, the boss being everyone's mate, just in case they're listening. <laughs> my team's so good. Oh, I really like working with my team. Fuck him. Tell us what you really think, Tim. We won't put it in. Tim, I've got a newbie starting in the next couple of weeks. She might be a bell end. I'll let you know about that. (laughs) She Um, won't be. She'll be great. (laughs) I just like the idea. Tim Callahan, no time to con. (laughs) I feel like that's. I don't know what he's doing then if he's not being a con. This is this is news. I don't understand how he's how he's doing this. He's being a con right now. I don't understand how he's saying he can't be a con at work. Weird. <laughs> Listen to the Patreon and you'll know about one thing that I do to fill the time. Found. One Sales pitch for you. Uh, so, yeah. So, the performance review happens and surprise, fucking surprise, she gets fired. Uh, That's like, it. This is this was a bit of a surprise. I thought that she was going to go. You know what? You have been a bit shit, and you you might be taking the piss because you're marrying in, your sister's marrying into the family. She doesn't. She just goes. You're shit. You're fired. That's it. There's no. There's no like review. It's straight away fired. Yeah. Weren't you fucking around in the coffee shop two hours ago? Yeah. Well, you fucking fired then, aren't you? And she's like, "What? I can't believe that." I tried really. She's like, "You were fucking around in the coffee shop. You're shit. You're fired. I'm the boss." See you later. This is like the JK school of management. This. 
yeah. <laughs> I've been on both sides of it. I've been the fire and the fiery. Um, Which do you prefer? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, both times you spend your shit and you're fucking around all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter, really. It's still the same outcome. Um, fucking around has, has got many different contexts and definitions, hasn't it? One. No, <laughs> only one. Only one. <laughs> yeah, and I've got five for that, though. Uh, just promoted. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she's let go, but in in this world of neighbours, um, you can get your job back straight away if if your son whinges to you. So my, she goes and tells Mark, he's like, I've been fired, and he's like, I can't believe this, I'm going to sort it, I'm going to tell my mum now. And he just gets her a job back, she goes, all right, and he's not, she's not fired. <laughs> yeah. She's got really nice eyes, or whatever we were talking about earlier, you should hire her back. And like, like I said, I've been the fiery before now. Like, if I'm getting fired from a job, the last thing I want to do is go. Actually, can I work for you, please? I'm like, you've just fired me. I don't want to fucking work for you. This is the thing though. What you don't get in the world. Some people <laughs> fucking need their jobs. Some people go, oh shit, I, I really want my job back. I'll take my job back, even if it's not like perfect. You'll go, fuck you, and fall on throw your toys out. And yeah, just have some self respect. Yeah, have some self respect. If you're getting fired, someone says you're no not good enough to do this job, just go, all right, then. I, I reckon he is either secret millionaire or like closet right wing. Like, can you imagine him if he did have a load of money? What an enormous balance he would be. He'd be exactly like Boris did. Like, oh, there's an energy crisis. Buy a new kettle. That's what the kind of shit he'd come out with. Like, have some self-respect. You don't need a job. You need your dignity. Well, now that you've mentioned that, Tim, I'm interested because a while ago he did buy a kettle that he, he said kept on charge the whole time. I want to know if this kettle is still in use and whether it was such a good buy after all. You know. Oh! So he had a year's warranty on it. I can't believe I've not updated you about this kettle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the brand new segment, Kettle News. Uh, it is entertaining, though. It's ent- damn sure entertaining. Uh, so, yeah, I did buy a kettle. Get up. You could work via Bluetooth and via an app on your phone and would stay boiled so you wouldn't have to constantly reboil, uh, which was great for the environment as well because boiling the kettle is pretty bad for the environment. Uh, Depends how long it's staying hot for, surely. And you can go, oh, I've had a brew. Oh, fancy another brew. Straight away, bald, done. Another brew, instantly. Uh, however, the one downfall of this wonderful kettle was that pretty much the day after its warranty expired, it fucking fused itself. And just went, I don't work anymore. Mm. And was, <laughs> so I had to go buy another kettle that, at the point, I couldn't afford another fancy kettle so i had to buy one where i now have to press the switch and then if i want another brew i need to boil it again like a fucking commoner yeah i know twice boiled water as well you savage i know well actually no it does have it out start again i have managed to like it's got little levels on the side so i've managed to figure out what i need for for like morning coffee for like i've got like a big mug thing of tea 
like a big brewer thing. Fuck me. Oh, we figured out how much goes in that. And then I can, so I can still have constant cups of tea. So I have I have worked a way around the solution, and I'm still thinking of the environment as well as my cups of tea that I need during. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to anyone who's listening. <laughs> that was kettle news, everyone. That was kettle news. Fucking, fucking hell! <laughs> uh, if there is any more, it doesn't have to be a week session. <laughs> no, it does. I, I <laughs> just do it every news. two weeks. I want kettle news every week. But if there is any more kettle news out there, I will let you know about it. Or if anyone wants, to... I will talk about next week. I'll talk about my hard water problems. <laughs> and, and if you are listening to this podcast, I do want to send you on kettle news. Then you are more than welcome to. Um, yeah, we'll deal with all that next week. Send them in. Yeah, and we'll, we'll just do nothing else. Twitter, Instagram, kettle news. Just yeah, just title it kettle news, and then it'll, then I'll know it's kettle news. Let's get hashtag kettle news trending. Stop saying fucking kettle news, you bricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. We've even got past like the first two minutes. <laughs> it's good job we get to watch 20 episodes, isn't it? Imagine if we'd watch 20 episodes. <laughs> uh. So Flick's got a job back. She's lost all her self-respect, but she has got a job back. And um, so she thanks Mark, and she thanks Mark with a little kid. <laughs> uh, he holds her hand and says, oh, I couldn't think about working without you. You know, you make my day so fun and so bright. Um, and they have a little kiss. Was it just a little kiss up then? It was just a little kiss up, yeah. It wasn't a big kiss just up. Just a little. A little, a little hesitant kiss up. Yeah, and which freaks them both out. went for it, though. It wasn't just yeah. Mark. It wasn't just... No, they, they both. both was up for it. They were holding hands. They looked at each other and went, oh, shit, we're going to kiss now, aren't we? And they're like, yep, it's happening. You know what, I, what I spotted that they did do, though, and I actually did think this at the time, they did look each other longingly into the eyes and then kiss, but as soon as they started kissing, they closed their eyes. Oh, I didn't notice that. No, I did, and I remember, I remember that episode entitled oh. a good old kiss up and, and and that came up that yeah straight and to my also mind also the, the episode title kiss with your eyes open as well which is a good one was that the, <laughs> was that the subtitle under no no that was a whole different episode oh was it yeah um, and the reason you should kiss with your eyes open if you haven't listened to that episode uh, is just to see if there's any danger around <laughs> <laughs> well if they had, like, they, they got away with this kiss. They, like, nobody knows. But if they had been kissing with their eyes open, they would have seen if Steph, Lane, Joe, whoever would walk in. So they would have been spotted. But they left themselves open to it by closing their eyes, I thought. It was a very risque kiss. Uh, yeah, because Mark is about to marry Steph. Um, but then we cut to, so Flick's feeling guilty. I think she shows up at the pub and she's like, oh, I don't feel well, I'm going to go home. Uh, because Mark's there and it's just all awkward and guilty. Uh, and then we get to see in the next scene, which I'm quite happy about this, we get to see the Scully's bathroom. I don't think we've ever seen the Scully's bathroom before. I did not think you were going to say you were happy about this scene. <laughs> Go on. Just, no, we haven't. We've ne- let's talk about this and I'll talk about what bathroom. I thought you were going to say. You've okay. never seen the bathroom. Yeah, never seen the bathroom before. And I was not disappointed. It is a very Scully bathroom. Uh, it was fucking massive. It was massive. I mean, there are four girls in there, and Joe Scully. Uh, At the same time. 
and Connor as well. So there's six people using that bathroom. Um, yeah, it was a very long and wide bathroom, lots of counter space. So I imagine everyone's got their own little section divided up. Um, Joe's will probably be the, the shortest. I imagine Joe's just got a shaver and that's it. That's all he needs. Shaver and a toothbrush. So. <laughs> no, don't no, have <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know, did you tell Tim about this? I don't know. Really <laughs> I told Tim just way now. So, right. <laughs> He's got, he's obviously got his big interview, Tim, as we know. <laughs> Second one was like it wasn't last week. Was it the week before? Was it last week? Uh, we about two weeks ago. Yeah, about two weeks ago. It was, no, it was last week. Oh shit! It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because yeah. It so, was bad, yeah. so no, it wasn't last week. It, was week it doesn't matter when it was. Fucking hell, Tim. <laughs> so um, he had another interview. And he was, t- I was like, oh, you're, you know, how did it go and everything? He's telling me, he looked the part. He looks, he looks definition, Tim, of a Bobby Dazzler for this interview last time. Thank he you. He had like very smart, he had his blazer on, he had pristine white shirt on. I was like, whoa, you're looking apart there. He's like, yeah, you had to change the shirt though, didn't you? It was my third white shirt of the day. Third white shirt of the day. Tim, why do you think he had to change his shirt? Go. He's bled on it, but yes! where he's bled on it, where he's bled on it, I don't know where from. He's brilliant. Straight away. Well done, Tim. Yeah, straight away. I did bleed because on. we all know, like he said before, he needs to prepare for his latest interview. You do. You need to make sure you're in the mindset of the job. You want to look it up, maybe on the internet, find out a lot about them. Um, maybe ask a couple of close friends the top five tips for working in the industry, things like that. But also, Tim, you cannot rem- cannot forget and i cannot emphasize this enough that before every interview especially when you're wearing a white shirt you shave your chest doesn't matter what interview it is doesn't matter it doesn't matter that it's not a fucking lifeguard job that it's just a run-of-the-mill job where you wear clothes you need to make sure you shave that chest raw before you go for your interview before you put on a white shirt see as you were saying that I, I thought that you were just, there's a little bit of me that's like, he's probably going to say shave and he had the shirt on already. That was stupid. But there's a little bit of me that was like, I really hope that Jonathan Comedy Keating has come through here and he <laughs> says he shaved his chest. And he did. I did. I felt it necessary to shave my chest because uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to be wearing a white shirt. I don't want any like grotesque hair coming Why? the shirt. Why would it be grotesque? I don't know. I just, I was like, I better smarten up. I'm going to shave my chest. I had a little shave of everything else as well. I was that just, I had a good old shave up. <laughs> uh, but at some point, I must have nicked my left nipple. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm but I hadn't so noticed happy. that. I hadn't noticed that I'd nicked my left nipple. Uh, True. It would have been funnier if you hadn't, and then you just got there and like, <laughs> it was just hanging off mid mid interview. So I put my shirt on, and then when I looked at it in the mirror, I went, "Oh, it actually could do with a teeny bit of an iron." So I put I'll iron it on, and as I was, I was ironing it, I was like, "Oh, it's got a mark on there." Oh, I mustn't, I must, must not have washed it properly. Put it in the wash pile. Shirt number two out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was ironing that shirt, and then I've realised as I was ironing, blood dripped from my left nipple onto the shirt. Oh. 
So that ruined that shirt. Luckily, Three I did shirts. A, luckily, I did have a third white shirt. Um, so I had to stem the bleeding. I had to cauterize <laughs> the wounds. Uh, and then after a sufficient amount of time of doing that, I ironed the third shirt and wore it uh, with a plaster just in case. There I was- will say, just save you the trouble for, for my wedding. Don't need you to shave your chest, especially because we're renting the fucking shirts. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to shave your chest for my wedding. Your asshole, maybe, not your chest. <laughs> so, yeah, top tip, if you've got a job interview coming up, make sure you shave your chest. Shave your nipples. Shave your nipples. Yeah. Yeah, but just be careful. No, the the lesson is, don't worry about it. It's not do it and bleed over free shirts. It's don't worry about it. Probably just leave it. It'll be fine. No, but if you need that extra self-esteem boost or better confidence walking into the interview, walk in just knowing I shaved my chest today. <laughs> that interview, well, I shaved that. I shaved my chest today. Any viewer doesn't know. It's just a little boost for yourself, just to you know, see so what. You, you need that sometimes, don't you? You do, yeah. And yeah, and just walk tall during those interviews. Uh, shave your chest, people. Um, that is it. <laughs> Put it there. That was good. <laughs> this episode is going to be like fucking two hours long. No, but it's quite funny though. We, we don't to, need the names. We might have to split this into two. I might have to split this one into two. Just skip it all. It's fine. Don't need any of the neighbours stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go from here. And um, we were talking about the school's bathroom. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. <laughs> It's a nice bathroom. Um, right. But that wasn't what I thought you were going to talk about. Do you want me to tell you what I thought you were going to talk about? Yes, please. So I thought you were going to talk about Flick because she is a bit, oh, I can't believe I've kissed Mark. He's marrying my sister. What do I do? I'm all over the show. Full on panic attack. In like she comes out of the pub, full on panic attack. Like we're all feeling a bit worried for her, Ray. But luckily, not all heroes wear capes because Darcy is there to look after her, and it's Dr. Darcy who brings her home. The biggest cunt on the street at the moment, your best pal, he helps <laughs> her out here. I mean, yeah, she is smoking hot, so maybe that has something to do with it, but he helps her. He, t- he brings her home after the panic attack. He does. Uh, we will talk about Darcy later, but that's a little preview there for you. Why not now? I've just fucking segued it for you. No, because I'm saving that to the end. Oh, <laughs> see you in three hours for that, everyone. <laughs> Uh, because we've still got more to talk about this because Flick's having a, having a freak out, gets home, gets back. She's like, oh, I'll get me in that fucking bathroom. So she gets in the bathroom and Steph comes in and goes, oh, you know, you had that freak out before. I'm going to have one right now. I don't think I should marry Mark. Um, and yeah, she could list the road of reason why she, should, she shouldn't marry Mark. Uh, Flick negates to say, oh, yeah, because he likes me as well. That's probably a reason why. She's like, no, you should, probably should marry him. You, you'll be fine. You're just stressing. Uh, later well, on, she's Steph... about to tell him. She's about to tell him. She's like, "Oh, I need to tell you something." Yeah, well, well, a le- little later on, once about the, like, should we get out of the bathroom now? Like, yeah, let's get out of the bathroom. Let's let's go sit in the front room for a bit. And she's like, "Oh, actually, Flip, you're so good. I want you to do a speech at my wedding as well." Uh, which is very nice of her. And Flip's like, oh, "Wow, that that's great." Uh, but then pangs of guilt come over, and she's like, "Steph." I need to talk to you. I need to tell you something. Steph's like, can it wait? She's like, no, it can't wait. I need to tell you this right now. 
and she's about to spill those words when Steph's bike gets nicked. <sighs> Which is a nice segue into the next bit called uh, When Steph's Bikes Get Nicked by Connor because he's just decided to nick, his, nick Steph's bike for a bit. He's like, oh, let's go for a joyride. Uh, yeah. He tries to get a bit of a joke. He nicks yeah. the bike. He tries to get Michelle on the bike with him. Michelle's like, well, no, it's my sister's bike. She loves that bike. We're not nicking that bike. Luckily, Ellie's there. Ellie is, um, we'll get to her probably in about four hours. Um, we'll talk <laughs> about that. But she's she's having a bit of a bad time at the minute. So Connor says, do you want to get on the back of this bike then? Because she's not coming. And Ellie's like, yeah, I'll get on the back of the bike. And they go off on the bike. I didn't understand what they were doing. I don't know if we're supposed to know what they've done, but they go off to a field and start like... I think she's where on the she field. kills the grass to like ride yeah. in the pitch, but we never ever see what that is. That it's... that is what I thought it was. It was like they were killing. Yeah, they were going to do a message or something. I have no idea what this was. I thought I might have missed it, but I haven't apparently. Yeah, no, you've not missed it, and it's not mentioned again at any point because this happens fairly early on in these five episodes. And maybe five episodes, watch, right? Yeah, maybe we'd have to watch another fifteen to to get the full picture of what's going on. Probably not going to do that. Maybe over the, the next couple of months, I might do it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they go for a little joyride. They do the whatever they do with the grass. Um, and then they come back, and Michelle's like, I can't believe you need the bike, but fucking put it back. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to put it back. Don't worry. Drops it. Absolutely fucking destroys the bike by dropping it, which is a bit of a shit bike, if I'm honest. If... If that bike just gets gently dropped and small and, and smashes to pieces, then it's yeah, it wasn't bad. even thrown over. It was literally like it was tottering with it because it's probably it's obviously heavy, and it, it just kind of gently falls to the ground, and then bits start flying off it. It's it's ridiculous. And then Steph doesn't hear the bike coming up the street, which I thought was weird, but she heard it drop to the floor, and as that that wouldn't happen, she she goes, "That's my bike." Bit uh, similar to another game show we all know and love, um, and just pegs it outside. Connor hides, Michelle hides, and then she like she just starts pulling bits off the bike. I can't believe they fucked up my bike. My bike is destroyed. Yeah, what sort of mongrels would do this? She says mongrels. She does say mongrels, which is very neighbours. Yeah, what sort of mongrels will do this? And she goes back to Flick later on. She's like, "Oh, did you want to tell me about something about before? It sounded pretty serious." She's like, "Nah." Just... Don't worry about it. It's fine. She's just she's lost all the guts there. She had in that moment she had all the guts to tell her, but she's kind of lost it now. And the moment's gone. Uh, and then, in a weird segue, this this story we get back to the Scully's bathroom. Um, so after this day out, Connor has told Shell that she's attractive in some way or another, and she turns to Lynn and goes, "Am I a handsome woman?" And Lynn goes. That's a bit fucking weird. Who's called you handsome? She goes, Connor. And she goes, okay, that's a bit weird, but I suppose women can be handsome. Uh, and Shell goes, all right, who's name me a handsome woman? And she goes, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, this, so- is, like, this is so bad from Lynn. Like, Michelle is clearly struggling with this. And because she says Hillary Clinton, and Michelle goes, right. But then she says, what about Nicole Kidman? Like, obviously, like, beautiful actress. She's Australian as well, right, Nicole Kidman, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So brilliant. 
And then Lynn not not taking this as like a little bit of a, I don't know. She just, she she should just go. Oh yeah, Nicole Kidman is a handsome because it's obvious what where this is going here. Like what what Michelle's hoping for. And Lind like pretty much laughs in her face and goes, "No, she's beautiful, handsome, <laughs> something very different." And just fucks off, just proper, just breaks breaks her heart. It's horrible. It is very. It's a bit horrible. <laughs> can you? Uh, can either of you two think of any handsome women apart from Hillary Clinton? If you had to describe one, it's, woman as handsome. It's a tough one. I got, I feel like it's a it's a context thing that. It's not a word I'd ever use, but I, I get it when people would. It's like, it's just a classy thing. I feel like anybody could be. Uh, like, Connor's cut, a few of the things Connor says are not like, he, he speaks in that kind of oldie world. They've made him sound oldie yeah. worldy because he's Irish. They want yeah. him to come across as this, like, simple country Irish lad and he might still talk a little bit like that that's why and that I think that's the use for it um I can't think of any handsome women though you know what here's one this is neighbours related um would you I, I would probably say Madge was a handsome woman Don't yeah uh, yeah I'd go with that one yeah Helen Daniels she was a handsome woman as well yeah you're just thinking old aren't you <laughs> a little bit old, but I'm also thinking for some reason, maybe a bit more square jawed. I don't know. Maybe a little bit gruffer. Like Madge in her own way was was, you know, smoky. But she had that gravelly voice. Handsome woman. I don't know. Just thinking old. manly. Yeah. Manly and old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holly Valance is not a handsome woman. She is not handsome. If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighbourhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watchneighbour. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.